What's up, you guys? Sean Ross App. It's October 15th, 2021. This is your Fightful post-show review for AEW Rampage, WWE SmackDown, the Friday Night Wars, by God. We're joined by Kate Hensler. Kate, like eight days ago, this just seemed like it was going to be a normal Friday. And then last week, WWE's announcing like, oh, we're going to do an extra half hour because we're on FS1. Naturally, their numbers are going to be down because they're on FS1. They don't want to get beat by Rampage. They're out here leaking Rampage fast nationals. Who gives a shit? W I'll tell you what, AEW doesn't care about it because no. uh, they're out there doing their own damn thing too. Uh, but I've loved the shots all week, back and forth. Roman Reigns firing off, Sasha Banks, Top Dalla, Tony Khan. I love it. And then AEW is like, oh, we're going to start an hour early and go on YouTube and put Suzuki and Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson, American Dragonson, whatever the hell it is up there. <laughs> They're going first match commercial free. This is fun. It's harmless fun. And we got Kate Hensler. Nobody knows harmless fun more than Kate Hensler. I don't know. I'm pretty harmful fun. People are canceling their select subscriptions <laughs> over me. And I don't even do any content <laughs> on put, select. Let me put this on the air. Let me show this. <laughs> Guys, so. Oh, no. When people, we are, uh, FightfulSelect.com. I never use the term Patreon. Because eventually we had planned on moving off of Patreon. But there is there are no immediate plans for that. So if you're holding up on subscribing to FightfulSelect.com, don't do it. But when people cancel, they can put like an exit reason. And this was great. For some other reason. Kate. <laughs> now I get those at least once a week. I let some turd on Twitter know I don't want your business. You're a bad person. Alex will sometimes get them because quite frankly, if if all 4,200 of our subscribers tuned into Alex's show on a Tuesday. I'd say a cool thousand would cancel. Maybe, but, but yeah, but this is the first we've had of you, Kate, who has Thank never you. appeared on Fightful Select. Not once have I appeared on Fightful Select. I feel like I made it. I've gotten called an air quotes journalist. Yeah. And now I've gotten a cancellation. So I feel like, I don't know, like a rising star in the industry. So so guys, <laughs> what we should do to show Kate some support is all of you subscribe to Fightful Select right now. And I had an insane guano crazy story up there today, Kate, that while Women of Wrestling offered La Rosa Negra a deal to come in. Now, I'm not going to expand on it completely because you all can subscribe to Fightful Select for it. But for those of you who don't know who La Rosa Negra is, she is the woman that Tessa Blanchard is accused of spitting on and using a racial slur. Tessa Blanchard is the face of that company. So, Correct. Yeah. And I retweeted it, and I went mini viral. So <laughs> because there we go. I said, in their defense, they said this was going to be a huge step for women. They didn't say in what direction. <laughs> so, Amazing. Out the gate. Um, but yeah, go to Fightful Select and subscribe. And even Ooh. if there's not like an enrollment. Here it is. You did. The oh, list goes on. That's, that's it. what it was. It was my bad lighting at my sister's place. I'll oh my, my gosh. You're nuclear, Kate. I'm nuclear. Give me a t-shirt. I'm shoved up. You'd sell more. You'd sell more. Uh, guys, 
please subscribe to this channel if you're watching on youtube.com slash fightful we are also on facebook at facebook.com slash fightful online or on twitter uh, a bevy of different places there please leave a thumbs up on this video uh tap that bell for notifications send a super chat it's that little dollar sign at the bottom of the youtube channel uh or the bottom of the youtube chat It'll get your question or statement right on the air. Saturday, we have Grapsity dropping at uh, noon Eastern on Fightful. We have just launched a distraction channel. It is fi- youtube.com slash Fightful Distraction. I'm not sure why you would want to go there, but you can. That is there. We've got FightfulMag.com with all kinds of great articles. But let's let's get into the show. Donate a super chat, get your question or statement read on the air. I asked our audience, what should we cover first? 83% said AEW Rampage. Oh my. Yikes. Uh, so we are going to cover AEW Rampage. Although, in order to sustain viewers, we should probably cover that second. I should probably <laughs> say, piss off, guys. <laughs> Hang in there and we'll get there. I got to retain those quarter hours at the end, but we will, we will listen to you, the fan, you people, we will listen to, we will, um, well, universe. Okay. So I, let's, let's talk about this. Well, let's talk about some of the trash talk. Eloquent says thoughts on Shoegate. So top dollar posted a thing that was like, some of your all's favorite wrestlers wear these sneakers on screen and really wear vans in real life. Okay, so first off, his rap he dropped today, I thought it was pretty good. I've got no problem with Top Dollar doing this. I love it. I love that he's just talking that trash. However, the point itself, I'm like, mm, come on now. Like, I got some pretty expensive sneakers in in my you collection. Do? It's not like Some, you have custom SRS ones though. <laughs> Got a pair of twenty four hundred dollars sneakers in my collection. Sometimes I wear a pair of Nike Roches because they're comfortable, and I want to wear them to around the house. Or I want to wear them to check the mail, or I want to wear them to do literally anything. Who cares? But Nurguru says he was shooting. <laughs> like this might come as a surprise, guys. Seth Rollins doesn't always wear suits. Sometimes he puts on t-shirts you mean he doesn't sleep in his clothes like doug funny did doug funny sleep in his gimmick oh, he at least showered in them i remember that really <laughs> yeah he had one about the same outfit <laughs> interesting uh what did you think of this trash talk i'm, I'm buying the mods sometime while i enable snow mode slow mode not snow mode i'm not snow enabling mode. like cocaine or anything Damn. Um, although, although if Kate Hensler is, is on here accusing people of doing coke some more, I'll have to. <laughs> you said you were going to pay me in crack, so like, I let's did. just pot kettle. <laughs> My first oh. invoice I ever submitted, I get a response, and I'm like, I hope everything was accurate, and I did it right. And John responds, "Can I pay you in crack?" <laughs> um, I wouldn't even know where to get crack. To which Jeremy pointed out, that's probably a pretty good exchange rate. I should consider it. But um, as far as the shooting goes, I I love this. This is fun. It's harmless. Tony Khan was talking trash all week before Top Dollar mentioned anything. I think it's funny that people freaked out about shoes on the internet. Yeah, That's very silly. The Young Bucks changing their bio to say that like they spend more than nxt's whole roster on sneakers combined or whatever (laughs) yeah if you're 
legit getting emotionally invested in other people talking about sneakers, it's time to look in the mirror. But I thought this was really fun. I thought all of it was fun. Roman Reigns shooting on CM Punk. <clears throat> Loved it. I love it. I don't know Harmless. if you know. Yeah, I don't know if you know, but Paul Heyman and CM Punk actually <laughs> used yes. to work together a little bit. Uh, <laughs> a lot of it, some might say. Um, yeah, no, this is fun. And honestly, like Tony Khan started it. So if some, yeah. the boss of one of the promotions. You, you, could, like, you could argue hey. that going head to head for a half an hour on a Friday kind of started it. But, but Tony yeah. Khan, Tony Khan was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like, Raw sucked, burr. Like, I love that. He was a Monday Night Wars guy. He's talked about that at length. Like, have fun, people. Valab says, gatekeeper, top dollar. Hannah says, if they spent that much on those fake gears, I feel bad for them. <laughs> I'd be shocked if they did. They're they're not. They probably got good intel. Joey Bag of Donuts says, just join Fightful Slate because uh, of Kate. I don't see a notification for that, Joey. Are you just doing that for internet clout? Because I don't see it. I, I've got it right here. Always Drew Nicholas with this big ass super chat. We love big ass here at, at Fightful. And Drew Nicholas drops some, yeah, drop some big ass super chats here. He says, couldn't not drop some love for Kate Hensler here. And all you too, Sean, I guess. Didn't watch SmackDown, but as I have said, thank you for watching so I don't have to. Life would be less interesting without the Fightful team. Thank you. I will apply this towards... The zero dollars that the little big lead watch along uh, made, so we've we've almost broken even on that. Okay, my mom and her birthday made tons of money on Tuesday night. Thank you very much. So Kathy Hensler prints money. So her birthday was Wednesday. And we got super chats about it on Tuesday. So thank you very much. And my bangs? Are you kidding? Do you know how much money these bangs have brought into Fightful? Also. We're gonna work on it. The little big league was a nice test run, but we're gonna we're gonna come up with some good ideas. I would call it a loss leader, but I don't know if it leads anything. J. Shell Nicole <laughs> says, "Keep cool, Gabagool. I want to see Tony D versus Tony K." Right. Oh man, and thank you Ooh. to Vlob for becoming a YouTube member. We've got a bunch of super chats. Um, even before this, Nerd Guru saying, "Really need you all to see Becky, Sasha, Brian, Suzuki, Punk, and Good Night." Maybe the Edge and Seth promos, you guys rule. Well, you rule, and we appreciate that. Those were separate matches, by the way. It wasn't like Sasha and Becky and Suzuki and Brian Daniels at all in the same match. That would have been and a lot. And Jay, Jay Shell sends us the $5 we're losing on you back and says that you deserve it, making you feel heard and wanted over there on the Twitters. Look at you interacting, being sweet to everybody. I love it. I, that's I probably it. why someone canceled. They were like, she's nice. Mer. <laughs> Ken says he'd rather watch the first 30 minutes of Goshiyazaki and Fujita on repeat than ever hear another bit of sneakerhead talk. I mean, like, I love sneakers, but quite frankly, I don't give a shit what other people like or don't like. That's the beauty of, of like, subjectivity is you like what you like and you don't like what you don't like, but... You don't got to gatekeep everybody else. And I don't think that's what Top Dollar was doing. I think he was just stirring the pot because he's he's good at it. He's very good at stirring the pot. Yeah, it's called having fun, you guys. Like, don't take it more seriously than the people in the company. And I, I've heard there are several wrestlers that love to have fun, Kate. I've heard this on commentary many times. Oh, really? They love to have fun, yes. Get out of town and take a bus, Sean. 
Andrew says, I mostly watch WWE tonight. Kate is an AEW homer, but I love her for it. Turns out when you watch two shows at once, you watch none. Uh, not really. I mean, I've, I think because so many of us at Fightful got used to watching AEW and NXT at the same time, we figured out a method. I mean, we were able to watch both two-hour shows in totality by the time that, that our 10.30 review started. So it, it's it's possible. And Oscar says, don't get the online AEW versus WWE BS. We had great matches tonight because of competition. In my opinion, WWE acknowledged today that AEW is competition. I felt like the discourse over the past week was much healthier uh, than than in previous weeks. Now, I mean, there was still some toxic bullshit, of course, but I felt like a lot of people kind of saw what was going on here, and a lot more people were playful with it and tongue-in-cheek about it than like LMAO, you're on the payroll, ha-ha type of stuff. I still got a little bit of that, but... um. I, I didn't think it was as toxic this time, or maybe the fact that I blocked over like 200 people <laughs> had just made my timeline better. I'm going to go ahead and say it was that because that was not my experience, <laughs> but I also had a lot of traction on a couple of the tweets. I had one tweet that people called me an AEW homer and a WWE homer for, which is my yeah. favorite thing in the world is when I get both from the same thing that I said. Uh, which is I, I have a folder that, of like things, and if somebody calls me an AEW shill, I have a tweet where somebody's called me a WWE shill and accused me of wanting a job from WWE or AEW. I even mean, though even though I've rejected overtures from one of the two places, so there you go. I, I mean, I had people that were threatening to tattletale on me. To you. I saw that. <laughs> I, I had people that tattletailed on me to you. Yeah, which is. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know I was that powerful, so I'll take it. Um, I mean, you're you're getting people canceled on 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 select, so I mean, there you go. Which I'm not even part of. Doctor Sixfinger says, "Well, shoot, now we need an Adam Cole impression from Kate. You know, it's all about the bangs." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, Kate won't be here next week. She's going to be oh. schmoozing with AAW stars on the Jericho cruise. You going to get me some scoops? Sure, I'll get you some scoops. That's Good. what you get for being a homer, Sean. You could go on the Jericho cruise. Also, you if you pay a you lot of money. only five bucks right now. So. <laughs> and I owe Jeremy three nineteen for a little big league watch long that he rented. So, <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. I am an AEW homer, a WWE homer, an ROH homer, definitely a New Japan homer, sometimes an MLW homer, and occasionally an NWA homer. And, uh, a GCW and Independence Homer. So oh, we're fifteen I had a lot minutes, of homers. We're fifteen minutes in. We haven't even gotten into the show, but we're about to. I promise. Uh, but subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, guys. Today I broke news about that Wow Women of Wrestling story, which was uh, oh boy, it's a doozy, Sean. Yeah, I broke a bunch of news about SmackDown that I will pat myself on the back about later. And boy has a bunch of contract news coming up from like multiple companies so uh is one of them anthony rizzo i've been asking for that for months no i would like some nick cassiano's contract news though <laughs> hannah m says not an impact homer wow i got accused of that when i was i got accused of that at uh slammiversary but it's because your mug was all over i know uh, Brent Lockman says, Tony Khan can talk all the stuff he wants if it means more nights like tonight. Well, we kicked off tonight with Santana Garrett versus Tay Conchi. 
And let me tell you, this was a whole lot better than their NXT match that was real bad. It yeah. was real bad to the point to where I was concerned at that point. I, first off, I was shocked that after that, they promoted Santana uh, because I thought that might be like the death of her there. But as it turns out, they called her up and then just did nothing with her until the Royal Rumble a year later. But this was much better. It was a harmless match. Tay Conchie gets the win with the DD tie. Uh, what'd you think of this? I thought it was great. It, a, a lot of like gifts and stuff were circulating from their first time around. And it really yeah. shows you how much, especially in my opinion, that Tay has grown tremendously like just leaning into her strengths her stamina in the ring is so much better she's much more explosive than she was in nxt i actually saw her at an nxt house show and she was heel and she was great i remember being kind of surprised when i saw her on tv because it was not that wonderful but uh the at the house show she was such a, a a very fun heel and was really solid in the ring so i'm glad that she found her footing i liked this match a lot she's just contagiously fun to watch in the ring. Yeah. So I, I really liked this. There are a whole lot of people that leave NXT. And really, there there were a lot of women that left WWE for a long time. It's like when women left WWE, that, that was it. Like, unless you were like Mickey James and a few select others, just like you didn't wrestle anymore. And I am so happy to see people like Tay Conchi leave and continue wrestling and make it to AEW. Marina Shafir, who I interviewed for Bloodsport 7 next week, she's continuing to wrestle. Like, it's not just like, oh, well, I'm going to give it up now. Um, I love that. I also love... I. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, as do I. And you see it all over. Like, I immediately yep. thought of Maria Kanellis, too. What she was doing at Ring of Honor with structuring their women's tournament and her and Mike Bennett having a great run there. Like... There's just more opportunities than ever for anybody, including women. So that rules. Jay Blood says, when you make someone cancel their own access to excellent content without lifting a finger, we call it Hensler heat. Oh my God. Like that's, <laughs> we need to get somebody to remix the Harlem heat theme with you in it. There you go. Heat magnet Hensler. Oh, baby. have you, have you seen me and Alex's videos on the samples of that? Of course I have. Okay. Just, just making sure you know what you're getting into there. <laughs> Volob says, Kate, why are you not a Simpsons homer? Keep cool, Gabagool. Thank you. You as well. Keep cool, Gabagool. Uh, I just, this is actually really funny. So I think my mom just hated the voices on The Simpsons. But when I was younger, my mm. dad and I would watch BattleBots and South Park was on after. Oh, so we would watch Bots. that. BattleBots ruled. Especially 1.0. I, I like the second one a lot, but 1.0. I'm an OG. But South Park would be on after. So I watched South Park way too young and not the Simpsons. JJ says Tay and Santana was the first NXT segment to beat Dynamite in the ratings. This match tonight wasn't a coincidence. Oh, I don't think so either. It's just this match was so much better than back then. They've both grown so much, especially Tay Conchi. Um, Dragon84 says it's been a hell of a week on wrestling Twitter. That Tessa story was the icing on the cake. It sure was, but uh, we got some good, good wrestling on this buy-in. Lee Moriarty against Bobby Fish, and then afterwards, a graphic that so many of us has been waiting for have been waiting for. Lee Moriarty is all elite. Uh, he got the contract offer in Cincinnati. I was there when that happened. Uh, very excited for him. Very happy for him. 
Eloquent says, shout out to Lee Moriarty. He had a good showing. Bobby Fish got the win. He was going to get the win because, you know, he's facing Brian Danielson tomorrow. Makes a lot of sense. Um, although I would just love one day it to be set up like that, like foregone conclusion. And just like, bam, Lee Moriarty takes out the old man and then gets Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, American Dragonson the next night. I would, I would love that. I would too. This match was great. It's awesome to see Lee Moriarty getting so much notoriety, basically. Like he was trending after elevation and trending off of the announcement of this match on Twitter, which was pretty cool. So uh, I was looking forward to it. I felt like it was really well structured. Wasn't surprised by the booking. I was kind of hoping to be surprised by the booking. I was in your camp on that where it would be fun if Bobby Fish just went insane after this. Um, so I. Yeah, I just really liked a lot of a lot of what was there, and I'm excited to see Lee Moriarty get this opportunity. I think oh, he's going to be fantastic. Commentary put him over so hard too, yeah. which I loved. I just loved. Doctor Six Finger says Lee's entrance music was a banger. I have to get a better listen to that because that is one of the things that I didn't get to uh, take in that much. Was 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 that? But Lee Moriarty is going to be very very special. Um, Alex Shelley just gushed about him in our in our interview that we had recently oh man it, he's gonna be so good for this company and aew is doing the right thing they're they're getting these young wrestlers who still need some pieces added to them so to speak but they're getting them young and then adding those pieces because they have all the tools around them and if maybe they don't have it so hey Dan daniel garcia needs a little more flash well you put him with 2.0 and he's got that and as a result like his presentation has been so much fun i think they're really killing it emily cease for the ruckus say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Whoops. For the ruckus. Here's a funny story, Kate. So I see a picture, I think it was of her, her twin sister, Allie. And it's with Alex Zane. They're doing the For the Ruckus. 
and Shane Mercer's in the background. I'm like, oh, that's a cool picture from GCW this past weekend. And then I start to see pictures and it's like Alex Zane wrestling Larry D. And I'm like, wait, this is this is like near where I live. And I didn't realize he came back to Kentucky. Shane Mercer is from Kentucky. They are back in Kentucky. I was like, what the hell? I missed it. I could have went to this show last night. I had a night off. I missed it for the ruckus. But oh yeah, I should actually read the super chat. Uh, Emily says, so happy Lee finally got his all elite graphic. Also, here's money for Kate and her powerful bangs for the ruckus. Buddy, Thank I'm going to tell you guys how you can get more powerful bangs later on. Don't worry about that. Jay Shell says, another black future champ. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Well, then we got uh, Danielson and Suzuki. <sighs> so... Typically, I loathe the I punch you, you punch me, we let each other punch each other type of thing because it doesn't make a lot of sense. With Suzuki, it always makes sense. Basically, <laughs> if you're from Suzuki-Goon, it makes sense to do it because that's just how they are. Eloquent says that this run has been special. Flim Flam Andrew says Suzuki killing people with a forearm shot is my favorite spot in all of wrestling. He just brings them dead to a stop. And uh, this is... This is that shit I like, Kate. Uh, yes. So the first thing that I thought of was about how Brian Danielson has walked in here and basically just been doing what people would consider dream matches and how much kind of pressure that could have been. And he's just blown the roof off of them every single time. Like him and Omega, so different. A dream match delivered. This kind of falls in that same category. Uh, a lot of really great stuff here. I guess we're just doing the cattle mutilation spot now, like with frequency, because he went for it a few times in this match. The chops, Brian Danielson striking is just some of the best in the business, in the history of wrestling. Uh, I, If you are not familiar with the New Japan product, but you liked this match, you should probably start watching New Japan because this felt like a New Japan match to me. Yeah. They have a two-night event coming up, so go watch New Japan. That's That was something that clicked, was like, oh, this was the G1 match that he probably always wanted. There's this very weird observation I had, wait for it, because it sounds wrong until I explain. He does the same thing that Brock Lesnar does, stick with me where he inflicts a bunch of pain on someone and just sits in 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 laughter and joy at the beauty of the pain that he caused in like the most perfect violent way brock is great at this especially because he works slower paced matches and i noticed it with suzuki especially on this run where he'll just beat the hell out of someone and kind of just sit back and laugh at like <laughs> look what i just did it's <laughs> such fun storytelling yes. and it works because they're both violent and they both have uh like martial arts backgrounds and have been in shoot fights too so i think there's something really special with that of uh just being there to inflict punishment on people and while someone is selling taking your moment to tell the story that you're telling too of just yeah. laughing at them so i just thought this was such a, a wonderful marriage of a really hard-hitting great wrestling match and a really fun story to tell and considering that this just kind of like an RKO came out of nowhere I thought it was really really 
well done from a storytelling perspective when there wasn't like a huge story to tell. Oh, it was, it was magnificent. Skywalker club says Danielson's the best in the world. And it was brilliant. Hope we get Danielson versus punk on a big pay-per-view. Oh, we're gonna, that's a match that they've got to do on a pay-per-view at some time. Ryan Sullivan, uh, <laughs> says have to go back and watch Danielson and Suzuki, but glad I got to see Suzuki in person at new Japan Sunday. Aren't you Catherine? Oh wait, never mind. I'm not going. You won't be there. I won't be there. Cause I was originally supposed to be at a bachelorette party for a wedding Ooh. that got canceled, Ooh. but I will be on the Jericho cruise and he won't. So ha 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 ha. Yeah. I bet he's, I bet he's heartbroken. <laughs> He should be. <laughs> that is heartbroken. He should be. Like that. <laughs> Not being on the Jericho group. Oh, good God. No <sighs> Bruce, uh, bu Bucophilus? Bucephalus says, Kaze Ninare was the only thing that drowned out the trolls in the AEW buy-in chat tonight. It was heartwarming. Oh, buddy. Uh, a high-volume... Uh, YouTube chat, it can be rough. Like ours after Habib and Conor McGregor, boy, was it bad. Uh, T. Daniel Barber says, thank you all for being awesome. Hyped to see Suzuki live at the Strong Tapings. Uh, thank you for being awesome, and that is going to be awesome. I'm, I'm so glad Suzuki has had this run. It's just been, it's been so much fun, and he gets a lot of these matches in. And he's going to Impact, too. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter, a woman named Jennifer, called him Murder Grandpa, and now that's all I can think about. Uh -huh. It's the best. I and love that's it. what Shot Kid Twenty Nine just said. He said American Dragonson versus Murder Grandpa was everything I needed it, and it humped. Happy for <laughs> Lee Moriarty. Hashtag skaters. Skaters. Ryan says this is for Sean reacting properly to the Jericho oh, Cruise. He was. I'm Mark, he would love it. I'm sure I'd have fun on it. I just yeah. have first off, I don't like open water. I mean, I can swim, I can do all that stuff, but I just look at it and I'm like, nah, I'm good. And if I sink, it ain't gonna be on the Jericho cruise. Sorry, that ain't how I'm going out. What? First of all, you're not gonna sink. Second uh, of all, I went last year and it ruled, so I'm going back. And third good. of all, we're going to the Bahamas. So while you're I'm sitting sure at home. I'm gonna be cruising. Nothing like getting cruising. stabbed in the Bahamas. Nothing, nothing Not quite like it. Stabbed in the Bahamas. I'm going to the tourist area. Your <laughs> lasagna says, "If I mean, if I were to stab somebody in the Bahamas, it'd be in the tourist area. That way, I could steal their money." Your lasagna says, "Not sure if there were television contract issues, but Suzuki Danielson should have opened Rampage with Punk Seidel being the main event of the buy-in. They wanted to put put it up against SmackDown. That's what they were doing. That's what they wanted to do." They wanted to have something really good there. Yeah, and as beloved as Danielson is, mm -hmm. Punk and Seidel was the right choice, in my opinion, because Punk is the bigger draw for that. And I don't think necessarily SmackDown's audience is going to be like Suzuki. Like, I don't think they're as hardcore for the most part. Yeah. So you're going to go with like, the biggest name, the biggest signing, the guy that got 10 million hits on YouTube for his comeback to open up against what they were doing. Sure. I, I think it was proper counter-programming. Jay Holler says, uh, others have said about AEW, I'm slightly worried that the influx of established talent will clash with the time given to younger guys like Moriarty. I think they got three hours. Not everybody's on every show every week. It seems like Punk and Brian Danielson are, but 
eventually that will change. And I mean, right now they got Omega, they got Paige, they've got Cole, um, the Bucks. You you got to put up there with them, Cody, Brian, Punk, like they. And that's before we get into the women. Like I would put Thunder Rosa and Doctor Britt Baker DMD up there because we'll just listen to the crowd when Rosa comes out. But also. Shout out to Thunder Rosa. Uh, some more wow news. How about this? Denise on the list in your girl said, yeah, wow, hit me up. I said no. I thought it was career suicide. Thunder Rosa heard that and was like, yeah, well, come work at Mission Pro Wrestling. And Denise will now be uh, doing some work at Mission Pro Wrestling. So. She works so hard and is She's so awesome. Just to circle back to that super chat too, I would be more worried about what you were saying if Punk and... Danielson and Malachi Black were like Danielson after he's done, I think, with these couple dream matches, is probably going to be working with younger talent. Punk's only worked with younger talent. Malachi Black is very passionate about working with younger talent. So I think it's going to be helpful in in raising those children. And I'm not meaning to disrespect you what? by giggling. The boat goes down with Fozzie playing it like Titanic. Says Ray. They played. They're not doing Judas it this year. I'll say this. They're not my favorite band. They're not my least favorite they band. They a couple good songs. Judas and Enemy are legit good songs. The reason, here's, here's a scoop for you that's not behind select because I don't do select things even though people cancel for me. The reason everybody knew the words to Judas on the cruise when that first happened is because we heard it every night on the cruise at True. least once. They played every single night, and God bless Jericho for doing that. But it, I think people are are missing like the prison syndrome yeah. that went into knowing the words. Oscar Oscar says top three matches segments of tonight AWWE. Um, in no order for me, I'd say uh, Danielson Suzuki, the Brock line that ended SmackDown, and then Becky and Sasha is up there for me. How about you? Uh, Danielson and Suzuki for sure. And probably Lee and Lee and fish and then, mm -hmm. and Becky and Sasha. So my Wait. guy and CM fish Punk wasn't even sorry. Sorry about list. that. No, 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 you're good. Yeah. I'm just saying my dude wasn't even on my list, but fish looked really good tonight. I thought that he was regaining some of the steps that looked like he lost. Zach Schimmel with a great super chat. Big thank you. Get your super chats in, guys. He says, I turned 30 on Wednesday and was sad AEW wasn't on. But the list your girl made up for it. Rampage was good. Fightful's amazing. I'll always support this company and community. SRS is still the true Fightful champion. Hashtag FTF. That's right, Joel Pearl. And Joel is, is upset because technically he's the most recent Fightful champion. But, um, Joel, I am the real Fightful champion, buddy. The real fightful champion. We need a title and title match, but I have a bone to pick with you, boss. All right. Why? Why are you picking bones? Because I tune in and I see the list in your girl. And you have this cute graphic for you and Denise. <laughs> and she, pardon me. Pardon me. What I did, <laughs> what I did was crudely paste our heads over the raw logo that used to be on there. The only reason I didn't for you is because and I'll give her a free plug here, twitter.com slash Destiny FOMO, one of my great friends who sponsored the list in your boy for like two months as a part of her $1,500 Fightful Select tier. 
Jimmy's gone for a month. I didn't think he was going to be gone for a month. I thought he was going to be gone for like a week. So I just crudely erased his name on the, the, the frame that we had made for Destiny FOMO and put your name over it. Then when it became clear, oh, this is going to be like a month-long thing, I just started to use the regular frames and was like, hey, Destiny, I'm going to give you an additional month. I had a reason. I had you a reason, had Kate. a reason, and it was a little bit short notice, but I'm just saying, I think. Fo- follow our friend. Follow our day. friend, Destiny FOMO, twitter.com slash Destiny FOMO. Nerd Guru says, Paige and Omega officially announced for full gear. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. CM Punk and Matt Seidel, this was such a fun match. Like, you see Punk getting his feet underneath him more every single time. I love that they rib Punk about his cardio because Steve Muehlhausen had disowned. Like, <laughs> Punk said, okay, what, what did you think I did wrong at the all-out post show? And Steve Muehlhausen was like, well, I think your cardio could have been a lot better. It's <laughs> <was> like, damn, <laughs> bro. Uh, but Colin Hedden says, Punk to American Yul Dragonson after Suzuki. You bastard. How do I follow Kalex Gabagool? Well, this th- I thought they did pretty good. I thought they had a really good match. Um, th- they had history. They wrestled in the indies. They'd wrestled in WWE. We're seeing Punk bust out the Anaconda Vice more. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I like Punk using the Anaconda Vice because he's not the biggest dude in the world. Mm-hmm. Seidel, he could have pulled off some other stuff, but when he faces like a Hobbs or somebody that is significantly larger than him, that's going to come in very handy. He keeps switching gear on us. He goes from the long boys to the trunks. I like them both, so I don't care. It's just something I noticed. Uh, yeah, this this I thought was a really good opener, and it was just smart to put two guys that WWE fans would recognize in, in the opening of your show. It was a solid enough match, and it was kind of fun to see Punk go with someone who is a little bit more experienced. Like I was not super excited about Seidel. I think I mentioned that on the show before when he first debuted, cause it was in one of those uh, Joker spots and I thought it was just going to be a bigger name, but he is a very versatile worker and has given a lot of people a lot of really great matches. So this is a good opener. I felt like it was extremely intentionally done in case you were flipping over from SmackDown to see the biggest name that's come in and somebody that you would recognize from years and years and years in WWE. I loved how they set it up last week where Matt Seidel clearly likes Leo Rush. Like he's okay with him, but he doubts him a little bit. And Leo Rush is like, buddy, I got you a match with CM Punk. And Seidel was like, really? You did? Okay. You're cool with me. If that really happens. I I think that's, that's awesome. Like, Leo Rush went to Tony Khan and was like, hey, I got this cool match. We should set it up. And Tony Khan was just like, yeah, I like it. Good idea. Let's go. I'll write it on the, the front of my notepad and take it to the Jaguars game. We'll, we'll set that thing in stone. Let me circle CM Punk's name. Uh, love that. Love that. Questionable handwriting. <laughs> Volov says, Anaconda Vice is cool and all, but when are we getting a Pepsi plunge? Ruin those knees. I would love to see a Pepsi plunge. I would love to see an outright pedigree. I would just, I would love for CM Punk to start using the pedigree. I think it'd be a hilarious shot at WWE. I understand why maybe not doing it right now after, quite frankly, Triple H got hospitalized and had an operation. Like, 
maybe wait until Triple H comes back and gets in on the fun before you do that. I think it'd be in kind of bad taste now, and I think he probably knows that. But um, I would love to see him just use that in the future. Yeah, it's a shame because I think this would have been the week to do it. Like, I think that would have been a, a fun wink and a nod with oh, the, the head-to-head. I think Triple H would have had a lot of fun doing, like, having his little shots in this week, too. Like, how's your territory doing, pal? Marathon, not a sprint, all that stuff. Jay Blood says, I love that Can He Hang is a thread through every punk match so far. He's running a gauntlet without it being framed that way. Right now, he's being portrayed as, like, Ed Harris on... Major League, where he's got Crisco on his shoulder, Vaseline, he's rubbing snot on the ball. He's pulling out every trick he can to put some more MPHs on his on his fastball, put some more break on his curveball, and it's working so far. Uh, and, and he doesn't have to call up a Ricky Vaughn yet. He doesn't have to get any relief. He doesn't need any of his buddies yet. Eventually, he might. Thank you for using a baseball movie reference, come on, but come on, I like this. Come on. You think you think you're the only baseball fan here? No, I'm you, saying you think you think you think. I'm saying the baseball fan in me recognizes the baseball fan in you, and I appreciate that. But I also like this from Punk because it's a, a really easy way to make matches feel close. Like if you're just quickly outwitting people all the time, um, that that's a good way to to make it feel like the other guy might win. Because darn it, one of these days someone might just beat that CM Punk, maybe MJF, who knows? Well, if you guys like CM Punk, check out FightfulMag.com. I don't have the overlay here right now, but CM Punk is our cover story, his return. We've got articles on Thunder Rosa, John Cena, the Thunderdome, Fire Pro Wrestling, Brian Lee, so much more. We have a mailbag in every edition. You guys are going to love it. And you can go back and check out all of our issues digitally or in print. And these do not get old. We we pride ourselves on good quality for the magazine and uh, lasting quality of the articles. We've got some very cool things planned. I announced today Shaza McKenzie is going to be writing for us in the next edition of Fightful Magazine. So excited about that. So check it out, FightfulMag.com. Alicia, friend of the show, says, Want Cole to beat Punk, and I love them both. There, There's just... There are so many different great combinations of these big matches, and I'm, I'm here for it. Christian Knight says, with Omega and Page official, I'm doing the seven-hour drive from St. Louis to Minneapolis, and I'm going to address them that hangman style on my profile picture. I love it. I'm here for the, the hangman cosplays like we see the Orange Cassidy cosplays. Nobody has cooler gear than hangman. Nobody in the world. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Uh, Jay Shell says, I wonder if they'll throw Punk in the tourney. Do you think they will? Um, what's his record right now? 4-0? 5-0? Let me see. Let me look real quick. I think you could. They don't use the standings for tournament seating. 4-0. They don't use the, the rankings for tournament seating. Anyway, that's something I complain about regularly. Um, but I... I think it would be nice for him to be in there. And I guess we're kind of on pause with what he was doing with Starks. It looked like it was headed that way, but it seems like they want to wrap up this cage thing first. So it was, it was always, the plan was always just Will Hobbs as far as I know. Oh, really? That's what I heard. I heard that around all out uh, that Hobbs is going to be the next destination. Oh man. I want punk versus Starks so bad. That was like yeah. an incoming dream match of mine. Cause I'm a big Ricky Starks 
Mark two, but uh, to to our yeah. moderator, please pick up whatever chat is is tied to that. But we we had Josh saying, did Punk and Evan Bourne ever face each other in WWE? They did. Um, on TV, they had two matches. Punk won them both. One in like three and a half minutes. The other in like two minutes. But they did have some. Uh, I believe some. Maybe uh, uh, longer matches on live event. No, I don't think they did. I don't think I remember them ever doing that. But I think they had they had some matches on the indies. IWA Mid-South, I know for sure. They had some bangers in 2004 and 2005. They had a match in TNA uh, back in 2003, a tag team match. So they, they've been familiar with one another. Darian says, SRS versus Joel Pearl in a Gabagool pole match. It'd be paid cold hard cash to see that live Toronto or anywhere. If I can get into Toronto, maybe Mark says, you got to say it like a proper Aussie. It's Shaza, not Shaza. Well, you know what? It's whatever I say it is because uh, we've got a match booked in a diner at some point when she hits America as if she'll ever get to America. And I'm going to hit her with a flatliner onto like a thing of mustard. That's going to like squirt everywhere. Call her whatever the hell I want. She works for me. Wow. She works for me now. That was aggressive. I'm calling her out. It was aggressive. Well, we saw Ruby Soho beat the bunny. It was, it was like, all right. Um, Sawyer says, love the pairing of Penelope with the bunny. So much more than her just being uh, extremely married to Kip. Don't need a tag division to feature heels being BFFs. To the contrary, I'm like, okay, I see the formula. You beat one, you beat two. Somebody comes and helps. You, they face each one of them. Then you have the tag team. It's just like, when I see this formula, I'm like, feature some other women. Feature some other women in this spot. I remember Tony Khan saying, you know, we bring in 2.0 because it can't always be the wingman in that spot. You need to bring somebody else in. It can't always be the bunny and Penelope here. I was just like, ah, okay. Loving Ruby Soho though. Same. This match was only all right for me. I think I was a little bit more locked into SmackDown uh, to see what was going on there at this sure. point. But I really like the storytelling that Ruby does in every match. She's just one of those wrestlers that every move is an intentional storytelling device. Uh, Bunny is is kind of, she's better than she's been and then kind of plateaued for me. She's great at finding the camera too a little bit. She's got the, the Britt Baker school of finding the camera with facial expressions, which I appreciate, but there's there's not a lot about the Hardy family office that I like right now. It feels like they're just kind of constantly losing and all all in each other's shit. So <laughs> I'm a little underwhelmed. But this was this was perfectly fine. I, I continue to have the same complaints about the women's division. Jay Shell says, I think Ruby could use a buddy. Oh man, I've I've I thought that her and Thunder Rosa would make a really good team. It's just when I see two women team up now, my my interest wanes a little bit because I'm like, what do they have to fight for? There is no women's tag team title. They're doing a secondary singles belt. I'm just like, okay, well, where is it going? Where is a feud with Penelope and the Bunny going? They've they've hit that territory for me. Yeah, I don't even understand fully why it's happening. I was gonna say I think Ruby could use a title. Like I think she'd be a great <laughs> yeah. inaugural holder of that TBS title. I think that could be really fun. I part of me wants it to be Tay Conti because I'm just thinking about the TNT title being Brody's title and then mm -hmm. having a Dark Order member that's as over as Tay is right now and doing as well, uh, hold the TBS title. But I I think Ruby 
Ruby or Rosa would be so established and wonderful to do that, where I think Jade is still too green, even though that seems to be the direction that they're heading. So we shall see. Colin Hedden says, Kalex says Wednesday and Pugsley at Halloween Havoc. I'm not big on the Adams family. I'm sorry. But uh, Mox versus Yuta, Kiara Hogan versus Penelope, uh, set for tomorrow. Tournament brackets. Uh, Pac Andrade 2 next week. We're getting some stuff tomorrow. So uh, tune in. We will be here after AEW Dynamite tomorrow night. But get your super chats in. We have reached the main event of the AEW portion of things. It was American Top Team and Men of the Year against Inner Circle. So uh, it was Junior Dos Santos, former UFC champion, the 11th former UFC heavyweight champion to compete in pro wrestling. Now, some of them competed in some work shoots, pancreas, stuff like that. Maybe not as sports entertainment as we see it today. I thought Dos Santos looked the part. Holy crap, was he in great shape. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I thought some of his offense looked pretty good. He's going to have to work on his bumping quite a bit because it was the arms, elbows hit before the back thing. If he wants to, I'm sure he'll get very good at it. But I am always interested in see how, seeing how any MMA crossover will do because, I mean, I just that's what Fightful was founded on was the crossover between combat sports and pro wrestling. Junior Dos Santos does not have the benefit of being a world-level judoka like Ronda Rousey or being a world-class wrestler like Kurt Angle who came over or Brock Lesnar who made that transition, Bobby Lashley uh, and even Riddle, Gable, countless others that have had that, that amateur wrestling background. And when you do that, you're doing break falls, you're doing side falls, you're doing three quarter rolls, you're, you're working on pinning people and you know how to get in and out of that. Junior DeSantos was primarily a striker and I thought he did pretty solid. That table bump he took was so awesome. I love that. Before we get into the match, what did you think of Junior Dos Santos's uh, performance? His first match ever. I thought for a first match ever, it was pretty good. Yeah. I admittedly am just not the target audience for sure. any of this. Like this, is just a, it's not I appealing. Were, I thought you were a Dan Lambert stan. Thought you were a Stanbert. I can understand why you would think that and all of the negative things I've had to say about this entire angle and in addition, just feeling like this happens sometimes with the AW stuff just gets stuck in the mud. And I feel like this has just been one of those things where I was one of the things I was most excited about with this main event was that like things were happening. So, but I thought, I thought he did pretty well for, for a first match. I, I honestly think, Man, people give Ronda Rousey so much crap for the run that she had in WWE. And one thing that blew my mind about how well she did was her selling. And that, I think, is something that we could definitely see come along here a little bit. I think there's work to be done, but I think people are way too hard on her and I think just wanted to hate her. Um, But but she was she was fantastic with that stuff. And I don't know. Yeah, this was this was fine. His performance was good. (laughs) 
<laughs> I want to address uh, this super chat about women that need to be booked more. Carrie Fly says specifically a black woman before they lose black fans. They should have signed Trisha Dora before, uh, before ROH did. I don't know why nobody has signed Willow Nightingale. I have no clue. She is unlike anybody else. She wrestles different. She looks different. She sounds different. She has a different presentation than everybody else. Top Impact and WWE women were saying she should probably be signed by somebody. And that was two years ago. So um, if I were any wrestling company, I'd be trying to sign Willow Nightingale as well. Yeah, WoW could have done it. I will say that we have... Jade glad Car they didn't. Yeah, super glad. Uh, I will say we've had Jade Carvingale and Red Velvet and Nyla is also black. So of yeah. the diversity yeah. issues in AW, I'm not saying that we couldn't use more in the women's division, but... Kiera's there as well. Kiera's there. Uh, Brandy, when she was active, like that is one of the more diverse divisions of AEW, though that seems to be a challenge that they need to continually keep working on. Bunch of super chats about this match, which leads to Scorpio Sky getting the pin on Jericho, which I loved. I loved. Carrie Fly said that that title needs to go on a woman of color. I think it will go on uh, Jade Cargill. But uh, Wyasmir Stormcrown says, do you guys and girls see the potential in Dos Santos as a future pro wrestler? I believe so, and I hope he is on board for a future AEW run. Yeah, that's that's one that I, I see it in. Quite frankly, I, despite all the hype and the background, I didn't see it in Cain Velazquez. There was nothing that I saw out of Cain Velazquez in my years of covering him that made me go, oh, wow, he's this ball of charisma. He's going to take to pro wrestling. And he does one springboard arm drag in a AAA match, and everybody's saying he's like the next coming. It's not, it's not happening. And after WWE, he didn't do anything for two years. So it's like, Okay, I would like to see some more out of him, but Junior Dos Santos, I see that fire. I see I see him caring. Jay Shell says that AEW and Masvidal got him into USC, UFC, need him in the ring. I, I See, I don't know if they can do a match yet because UFC is very particular about that. Uh, I just talked to Tom Lawler today about it and how much heat he got like seven, eight years ago for just walking out with Red Dragon on an ROH show. Um, Dana White didn't even know what the hell was going on with this angle a few weeks ago when Robbie Fox asked them. So we'll see. Joe Beck says ATT and inner circle was great. JDS looks great. Danielson Suzuki was great. AEW is professional wrestling. And we have a bunch of Paige Van Zant super chats. Tyler D says she was awesome. She could be a top star or she could be a star. I popped huge when she pulled her phone out. JDS or look good to love this storyline. Peyton Carter says Suzuki and Danielson was maybe my favorite match of this year. JDS looked great in the ring. Paige Van Zant is amazing. I want to see her in the ring soon. Zach Barber says Paige Van Zant is a very good pro wrestling heel. Now can I get Layla Hirsch to throw her across the ring? Please and thanks. Brian Mahoney says who should the inner circle enlist to go against Paige Van Zant? Maybe Layla Hirsch. I love this entire storyline. Honestly, the heat is great for it. So I grouped all those together because Paige Van Zant is a woman who fans have said, oh, she looks like she'd make it. She's looked like she'd make it. And for years, I would hear that, and then I would we would ask Paige, and she would say things that would make us seem like she wasn't that interested. Maybe she would if the money was right. She's outside of the UFC now. 
She is a very successful content creator. She's doing bare knuckle boxing. She's fine financially, but boy, is she taking to this well. Thunder Rosa's calling her out on Twitter. Thunder Rosa is a trained MMA fighter who happens to actually train at American Top Team here and there with Tiago Alves. Uh, Lonzo says Paige Van Zandt is so good, definitely should go. Who do you think they should bring in? Because to me, she's too much of a slam dunk to not utilize at some point. I mean, Rosa for sure. I don't know Kira Hogan's background, but I just feel like charisma-wise, that would be a hell of a pairing. I think that could be really, really fun. But I, Rosa, to, to me, is is the obvious one there, especially because she doesn't seem to be in a sure. longer-term program right now. Carrie uh, Fly says, it's not just about them showing black talents, about them pushing them. Nyla is black, which is also native and trans, so it feels like they tried to hit a quota. I could understand that. They they need sure. they need to do better. WWE is knocking it out of the park right now. WWE is doing so good. It took them a long time, but they're doing great. Brent Lockman says, whole mess of cool singles matches in that main event, but the first for me was Jericho Page. They seem to have great chemistry. Yeah, there's, I mean, Jericho's going to face a lot of these people too, and it's, it's going to work as well. Sawyer says, didn't care about the main event because the feud doesn't appeal to me, but that Sammy hot tag woke me up. He stood out. Ethan Page had a promo that that I actually saw on his Patreon that was incredible for social media. Um, he did really, really great. Uh, Bucephalus says, if Kate remembers hearing Judas every night on that cruise, she was doing it wrong. I was on that cruise and remember about five minutes of the whole thing. Oh, man. Well... I, there was a lot of not having a choice but to hear it. You would just be walking through parts of the ship and they'd be on one stage and another. So, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not like, I'm not, I wasn't taking advantage of the open bar situation. I'll, I'll put it that way. So. <laughs> Phyllis says, about the war, as me and my friend said, Tony needs to know when to stop tweeting. Man is becoming the Trump of Twitter and doesn't keep anything to himself. No, no I completely disagree. This is all in good fun. This I don't know how you could draw that comparison. Like everybody's saying, oh, it makes it look like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't make it look like anything unless somebody wants to make it look like that. No, and he was a Monday Night Wars guy. Like he's talked about that so much. Like he's out there having fun. Gilbert, the the billionaire Ted skit showing up in a Jeep at at Nitro and Bischoff, like trying to fight Vince. Carrie says, point in case Nyla is who you always bring up. I mean, Jade's getting pushed. I think she's going to win the title, but. Yes, they need to do better, and I'm pretty sure that their broadcast partner needs to know better as well. Get yeah, and super- I'm not saying they're killing it on it. I'm just saying out of the three divisions they have, that is the most diverse one that they do have. <laughs> Get your super chats in, guys. Please leave a thumbs up. So, Kate, you're you're heading to you're heading to this this cruise. Are you taking your powerful bangs with you? Of course, I'm taking my powerful bangs. Got to let them have fun. You like to have fun. Got to set them loose. Got to bring my powerful bangs with me. I'm going to put any, going to put any hairspray in it. Like, we'll see. Or you you want to to stand on end in a certain way. You know what I mean? So I'll be, I'll be bringing some product. Well, if you want your powerful bangs to stand on end and you want some product, you know we're about to talk about the blue brand. Our friends at Blue Chew. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable 
with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But they work on your schedule. Are you ready? Well, Blue Chew has you covered. Gives you that confidence. Are you not ready? Well, by golly, Blue Chew will get you ready for those powerful burns. Look at that. Look at those powerful <laughs> bangs. No more awkwardness. Because you know how much we hate awkwardness here at Fightful. We would never put anybody in an awkward situation. So, no doctor's office, no pharmacy. It's prescribed online. You take your questionnaire. If you qualify, you get your Blue Chew uh, prescription. And it's delivered straight to your door. Because it's uh, prepared and shipped direct here in the U.S. of A. Discreet shipping. Um, I mean, after the the... I mean, this is already better than what Denise did Wednesday, which was brutal. Um, she chopped a paper wiener in half on accident and then tried to paste it together. Listen, you will not go through all that. You will not look like you have hypospadias when you use uh, blue chew. And the fact that Kate knows what that is, is, is even great. It's even better. I mean, context clues here. Uh, <laughs> Use the code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com. Code FIGHTFUL. I won't cost you $5. Just <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Phyllis says, so Sean, if he loses, doesn't that hurt him? Now, I... Oh, you mean Tony Khan? No, not at all. I mean, it's... To, to who do you like, do you think that the people that watch AEW will see those tweets? And then if he doesn't win in viewership, they'll go, well, I'm not watching anymore. I don't think so. No, not at all. Not at all. This ain't an election. This is not, this isn't that Jake Hahn says, don't tell, tell anyone I told you this, but I have Intel that Tony D'Angelo is winning the AEW title eliminator tournament. Could you imagine? You're going to sleep with the fishes if you keep leaking this stuff, man. <laughs> Carrie yeah. Fly says, pretty sure Kate's in an awkward position. That's the joke. That's why, guys. That's why. That's why. I do Asian miss the cereal, though. Asian Joe says, if Kate's bangs had an entrance song, it has to be She Bangs, right? Ooh. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. So here, so here we are to talk smack down. By God. Get your super chats in. Edge kicks off with a promo uh and he's breathing heavy <laughs> seth <laughs> you know who i've else i've also noticed like women in action movies they script them always like no matter what like they could be sitting down it's like <sighs> bullets are flying everywhere <laughs> i know it was six hours ago <sighs> right over here but that's what that's what edge was doing uh, they're always cold too. Did you notice that? I was like, oh God. And it's like, you were just running. Why are you freezing all the time? Girls yes. in action movies. <laughs> that is true. We had the Ed promo. We had the Seth promo. Uh, I thought this was easy stuff to get you to Thursday. Common sense stuff. By the way, myself and Denise will have a post show on Thursday. Uh, how'd you feel about these promos? I liked I liked what Edge had to say. I did write in my notes, LOL, Edge thinks their story is going to be over after this. Because he said at some point, like, and our story ends Thursday. And I was like, buddy, let's not make any bets here. It was fine. 
Seth, I felt like didn't say much of anything and didn't really get a huge crowd response. And I felt like was talking forever, but I'm also hypersensitive to that because this tournament has had like 90 second women's matches the entire time. So I got very cranky and very sensitive about those things, but it still felt felt like it went on for a long time anyway. And I just didn't think there was like a ton of meat on the bone. Like he admitted it. I am not diet edge. Shouldn't take like 10 minutes. Like that was, that could have been much, much faster. So they were good. I felt like they both could have been shorter and I felt like Seth's could have been a little bit stronger as far as going into like a third match for this feud. Nicholas763 says, when I watched on SmackDown, there was no match card for Mansoor Ali at Crown Jewel. Is it still on? Had they officially announced? Yeah, they had. They they put up the graphic. I'll, I'll ask about that, but I hope it's happening because if not, they broke them up for no damn reason. Hit row video package. Cool. We know what they do. We do. That was neat. I mean, I, mean, I don't know why they can't show up already. Austin Theory is chilling on Raw right now, but. Well, they got kidnapped on Tuesday, so. Mustafa Ali says the match is still on. There you go. Drew McIntyre video package. Looking forward to him moving to SmackDown. But I had someone, Kate, uh, uh, you know, as we have someone say, how long should we wait for Tony D to beat Roman? <laughs> so I, I think Roman is due for probably a two-year title reign. I think it's going to happen. I, and I'm cool with it. But as I look and I think, well, how would WWE book this stuff? Okay, well, if they can get two matches out of Brock, they're going to do it. If Brock doesn't beat him, I think Roman's getting a two-year title reign, at least, because Drew's coming. Well, you're getting at least three there, a minimum of three. Then you're going to get at least two out of Jeff Hardy, the underdog old man. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Then, if they want to build it up, if they want to do anything, they could probably do one Kofi, one Xavier, just as like the babyface underdog. Because I don't know who the hell else they can they can have. What, were they going to run Cesaro back? But I'm thinking about that, and I'm like, that's seven months already. Like that's well into the spring summer, and one to two to three matches with each of these guys. That's that's me being generous. It's probably going to be multiple each, but. um yeah. I think Seth Rollins wins Royal Rumble and dethrones him at Mania. And you get your Shield Brothers story. Seth Rollins? He's on Raw. Oh, we know how much that matters. <laughs> Fair yeah, point. But when you and when you win Rumble, you get to choose, right? So Yeah. Okay, think- that would I would I would like that very much. I would like Rollins versus Reigns at WrestleMania unless Unless I mean, if they get the Rock, that's, okay, yeah, that's the other thing. But then, then you've got your opponents through SummerSlam, and you're good to go. Uh, How about that, though? Could you imagine being a guy that people are like, "I want you to face Roman Reigns or run for president"? Like, how wild is that? If you're the Rock, he probably gets tweets every day being like, "Run for president, also face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania." That's a wild life. Yeah, and Jay Shell says they can do Shinsuke. At, uh, maybe I don't know though. How about this? They're doing it for tribute to the troops. They're filming it tonight. That was the plan. <laughs> oh boy. It's going to be Tony though. Carmella and Zelina are backstage. They're like, oh, we're going to have a nice, fun, easy match. 
Well, Carmella is like, all right, we're not going to cheat. We're not going to do anything. I don't need to put my mask on my, my thin, soft mask. And this goes about two minutes, 20 seconds. And then Liv fucking Morgan, pardon my language. Love the performer, Liv Morgan. But she is here with Carmella's mask because this has to continue for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why it has to continue. I don't know why Carmella, a former two-time Money in the Bank winner who has held the Women's Championship, gets distracted by somebody holding a mask outside the ring and gets pinned. But it makes her look fucking stupid. And yeah. Carmella has traditionally been a pretty smart performer. She, yeah. you know, she she's outsmarted a bunch of dudes in the 24-7 scene and all that stuff. She's won the title, she's won money in the bank, and they just make her look stupid. It is so dumb. And the match was like 242, I think. Okay, cool. I th- I think I think Zelina's gonna win this tournament. Oh god. So here's everything I hated. It was way too short. It was uh, very stupid when you have two people that normally present this fabric mask who had no ability to stop Liv Morgan from being a part of it. I just, I don't get why this has to continue when Liv already beat her at least three times. I don't understand why you're having a tournament and the story you're setting up is outside of the tournament with their storylines in front of you. What are you doing? This is like tournaments are designed to give you stories and you're just not doing it. Like it's so it's bewildering on so many levels. I don't know why they need to face each other again. I don't know why you'd be that thrown off by your fabric mask that wasn't protecting you in the first place. And I don't know, uh, I just don't know why it's the three-minute matches on the Super SmackDown, too, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that, that this was a super-sized SmackDown. Still can't give a tournament match more than three minutes. Yep. Nergru says, Bianca versus Charlotte on Monday for the title makes no sense in kayfabe. All it shows is that the women's title being brand-exclusive is the dumbest BS. I mean, yeah, I mean, Raw Charlotte is the Raw champion, so she's still got to defend that title. Like, I just change the name of the damn titles. Like, that's it. Well, and it's dumb that's when it. you it's dumb when you have a draft and then you don't enforce it until like three weeks later. That's and what then you and then you tell us it doesn't take effect for three weeks, but then you have Austin Theory pop up. Oh my god, it's just like. Make, if you're going to make your own fucking rules, just follow them. Just follow or them. give us a reason why it doesn't happen. I've dropped three F-bombs. I, I didn't drop any during AEW, but I've already started during Raw. Come on now. Come on now. Nerd Guru says, it should have been cut the Corbin stuff, add time to Mela Zelina, put Brock and Roman at 9.50, then give Becky and Sasha the rest of the time slot. They deserved it. I completely agree. And boy, will I get to that later. But we had a Charlotte promo package. How you feeling about Charlotte right now? I feel like she's waiting to come to a brand and is the champion of another brand. That's how I feel. And I also feel like the three participants of the triple threat at Crown Jewel are prepared and uh, that Sasha is a boss 
and that Becky is the big timer and that <laughs> Bianca's going to avenge her loss and that they've all signed a contract to do it. I, I'm very aware of all of those things at this point in programming. That's it. Do you think that like, like <clears throat> you think Becky is like hanging out with Manny Fresh and Birdman? They're the big timers. You know what? And she she sure. came back to show everybody she was still fly. She did. She did. That's exactly what the, that would be more interesting than what's going on right now. <laughs> <sighs> well, as mentioned, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair for the title was added to Raw Monday. So maybe Bianca wins that. I don't know. We had <laughs> Sami Zayn against Finn Balor. King of the Ring, and come on, we knew who was going to win this because Sami Zayn can't go to Saudi Arabia. Finn Balor wins. It's a good match. Of course it's a good match. They're great. Um, If they do Jinder Mahal versus Finn Balor in the finals of this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want no part of that shit, man. I don't want no parts of that shit. Now, this booking is is being, or, or the matches here, they're getting the amount of time they should get. Um, there's not a lot of anybody caring because everybody just wants Xavier to win. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's fine. This was a really good match. But like you said, Sammy's not going. So we knew who yeah. was going to win. And I will say this in the first 90 minutes of SmackDown was the only match that was over five minutes. So it had that going for it. (laughs) It was a really good match. Like the end ring work was great. I think Sammy did a really good job of leaning into some harder hitting stuff, which works with having a smaller opponent like Finn as well. And Finn's just ridiculous. But even watching that, I was like, I can't believe they gave him the ending they did at the last pay-per-view. Like even watching him here, I was like, just do that. Don't cut the top rope. But this yeah. was this was a good match, and it was a match that happened in the ring. Shows we've had no follow up on that. No, no follow no, no, no. up on the nope, ring. Of course not. Oh no. Nope. Just happened. I think they were trying to bury it because it was so bad. Like I think they don't want to keep yeah. reminding people that it happened. But for the first ninety minutes of the show, this was the only match that was in the ring for more than five minutes. It's ridiculous. Alicia says, will there be able to watch along for Crown, Crown Jewel? That's up to Joel Pearl. Um, but uh, uh, any super chats that we get for our post show will be donated to Sammy for Syria. So I uh, hope you all still send super chats. Bezos says, Bianca and Sasha uh, win. Then it's Bianca and Bel Air 3. Uh, is, or Banks and Bel Air 3. I don't even know what brand Sasha's on Raw. Is she on Raw now? She is, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Andrew said you got money me for mentioning the big timers. <laughs> Huge oh. pop the big timers. Everybody loves the big timers. I do the third man. What else we got? Sonya versus Naomi. Well, toot toot to my own horn here. Fightfulselect.com reported this evening that this match would not happen as planned. Sonya Deville called in the reinforcement. She said, oh. Naomi, I know you're so excited that you get this match. How do I know that? You just did a promo about it. So I know you're excited about it. And she goes, but you didn't read the fine print or whatever the hell she said. Shayna Baszler is teaming with me against Naomi. Now, I really thought that Shayna 
or, or that Naomi or shit, Sonya wouldn't do anything physical in this match, but she did. And that's good because it makes sense. Shayna and Sonya are going to beat up Naomi. That's going to make sense. Naomi has a beautiful springboard kick, the disaster kick. I think she does it as well as anybody I've ever seen. I wish that was her finisher instead of running her ass into people's face. Uh, I think this move looks like a million bucks. Uh, but as far as the booking goes, like I see it. You're building up heat. This didn't take a ton of time. It stays in, in that sort of mode. It does extend it another week. It does give you a reason to dislike Sonya. I know a lot of people aren't going to like this, though, Kate. Uh, which camp are you in? Or are you camping at all? Um, I'm cruising more than I'm camping. By the way, mm. Sasha's on SmackDown. Uh, not on <laughs> well, then Raw. that's not going to happen. Dirt. Um, here's the thing. So if- hold, on, hold on. This this motherfucker right here. Lame. You both said Sasha's on Raw. She's on SmackDown. Well, I'm sorry, Playboy. They've made it so clear over the last two or three weeks who is on what brand. Uh, Bland. Continue, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So here's the thing. The fuck out of here. Out of here, pal. Like a Joey Voto dinger. This made sense from a story perspective. I am so tired of baby faces having to get their shit kicked in to get over. I'm so tired of matches for women being like three minutes long, which this once again was. And I know we got a longer women's match later, but at this point in the night, I was not happy. So it makes sense, but I was still annoyed. (laughs) So that's frustrating. That's like a, a frustrating thing to to marry as a wrestling fan, but I, I love like this. I just love this story. I think they built it, it well, and WWE is okay. They are good at building stories when they want to, when they they give a damn, and when they don't overdo it. I mean, that's that's the the reality is you got to have stuff like Reigns and Lesnar that doesn't get a ton of time. Like you don't need 10, 15 minutes there. You don't need them to wrestle a bunch of times. And that's why it's more interesting. Naomi and Sonya to me is interesting because they haven't wrestled. They, they still haven't wrestled one-on-one. And if they did a bunch of tags, it'd be less interesting to me. Yeah. But until I see them go at it, I'm, I'm hooked because WWE hasn't, just done it to death. Like we're we're about to do the sixth, like sixth or seventh Liv Carmella match. Man. Yeah, it's it's much more suspenseful to not have them touch for a while. At this almost didn't pay that off though. It felt like kind of half-assed. I had somebody on Twitter say this felt like more of a segment than a match, so I was okay with it. And I was like, right, but the whole segment was that Sony was denying her a match this <laughs> this yes. whole time, and then you know, we finally get the match and it's, it's with Shayna, which is cool. And I'm glad to see Shayna getting some attention paid to her, but I, I don't know. I would have rather had a 20 minute match with Sonia and Naomi at a, a clear outcome. And I like, because Naomi has been sincerely stunted so much in her career, I don't need to see her lose a bunch first. Like I'm just ready if, to see Naomi win. If it were to either one of them individually before this, I'd be like, yeah, sure. But it was to both of them. And I was like, okay, well that makes sense. And Shayna is, I mean, Shayna has won 
everything in the last month. She's like been very, very dominant. And even before that, she was having like 10 minute matches when she lo- lost. So I think she's pretty, pretty protected. Like, I don't think that this is like, I do wish that WWE didn't real uh, rely on let's beat somebody down for, to get them over. Cause that doesn't necessarily get them over. Bezos says, Naomi just tweeted to Shayna, all money ain't good money. If you broke, just stay so instead of jumping me. <laughs> but like when I look at it, like this isn't her just losing straight up. Like she should lose a two-on-one match to Shayna and, and Sonya. And Sonya is so annoyed by her. She's like, oh, I'll give you your match. And then this is what she gives her. I think, that, I think that's a clever way of doing it as opposed to being like some anonymous, like, like, like this happening to somebody else. Like if this happened to charlotte or becky or sasha it's like well why why does that happen they don't have any axe to grind with management but because this was naomi and sonya i think it worked well that's fair i just thought of something that i don't like oh that's rare tell us (laughs) wow well i'm just such a homer if you don't want to hear me be sour, you can cancel your select. Oh, wait, I'm not on select. <laughs> uh, I, do we think Naomi cost Shayna the Queen of the Ring tournament and that's how Zelina wins? I think somehow, See? I think Naomi might cost Shayna a match on Monday and Dewdrop wins. And then Zelina beats Dewdrop. <laughs> that's what I think. Well, I hate you. Corbin and Moss are out there telling jokes. Um, by the way, Nerd Guru says, Naomi, a real gem of a human doesn't have friends? You never know. Maybe not on that brand. Everybody's got to wait two, two more weeks or something. That's right. Uh, Nakamura and Boogs interrupt Corbin and Moss. Absolutely nobody could possibly give a shit about this. <laughs> nobody could. In any situation, I could I fathom somebody going, well, that makes me care about this match that we're eventually going to see. Maybe one of you do. It's just I can't get inside your head. I often say when people ask me about contract stuff, I can't understand the motivations of a millionaire. I can't understand the motivations of somebody who thinks this shit is interesting. I can't do it. So it was at this point in the night that I gave up <laughs> on this idea that competition was creating a healthy <laughs> night. I feel like I missed something because so many people like wrestling journalists, credible ones, journalists, um, were saying like how much fun this was and how healthy it was and how competition driving stuff is good. And I was like, I feel like nothing is different on SmackDown. (laughs) This, the last half hour that was actually competing did. But when I have Brian Danielson and Suzuki, and they put that up. I'm like, you're not giving me your yeah. best tonight. Don't tell me that narrative when the first hour and a half of the show made zero adjustments of any sort. Uh, it got better after that, but it was at this point of the night that I was, I, I didn't watch any of this after the existential crisis joke. I was just watching Suzuki and Daniel said at that point. Dylan says, I'd like more wrestling on this wrestling show, please. Well, we did get it after this. Because then it was the Usos and Street Profits. And you know what? They're really good. However, I've seen them wrestle four times since last month. And I had people go, and it was good every time. It was good. Did we need those two DQs? We really needed those two DQs. And they're like, well, it built it built to this one with the, with the clean finish. Yeah, it built to the clean finish when one of the teams is about to hit the bricks over to the other brand and everybody knows it. 
They did a draft. They've shown a, a graphic up there that apparently Kate and I don't pay attention to because we didn't know Sasha Banks was on Raw. Cry me a river. But they... they <laughs> She's on SmackDown, first of all, but yeah. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, this match was really good. Montez Ford was amazing. That, that Tope Kangiro over the post, awesome. He jumped on the table and it didn't even collapse this time. It was awesome. It was so awesome. They sold me a ticket on the frog splash. When they hit the frog splash, I thought, oh my God, he's about to get this pin. Then they're going to switch the title back to the Usos in Saudi Arabia. I thought he had won that match. This was such a good match. But what I didn't need was the two DQs that happened last month. And then the, the match that happened before this, because at this point, I'm just like, why are the Us why do they get another title shot just because they're leaving? Like, but the match was great. Yeah, this match was great. Again, my attention was very split for for a lot sure. of this, but everything I saw was great. And I'm not surprised because the Usos are great, as are the Street Profits. I don't really know why it's happening again. And they, they won at Extreme Rules like three weeks ago. Like the Usos, they won. That's when it. People say stuff like that to you too about the dqs building to the clean finish i'm like you know they didn't use this is not how they've always booked right they made a decision to start booking like this and it's a bad one it burns out storylines it burns out feuds it also makes it no fun to have rematches down the line when you have like six of them in eight weeks or whatever so this whether you think it's building properly or not this isn't how they've always done it and i think it makes a lot of sense to like the way that they used to do it better. Carrie says, Sean, how did you know what I look like when I tweet? <laughs> I don't know your handle. I do appreciate you mm. send a lot of super chats mm. though. So, so, uh, hit, send me a tweet. Let me know who you are so I can give you a follow. You support us an awful lot. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's like, if this was rare, Kate, if the DQs leading to this were rare and it didn't happen like all the time, Boy, I would care a lot more. But these four killed it, and they had an outstanding match. Uh, sold me a ticket on it. This was an outstanding thing. Like, if I had to put together, like, a mega show of two hours of the best stuff on these two shows, I think this match would be in it. And that's saying something, because there was a lot of good stuff tonight. Would you say, like, a supersized show? Fuck off that's four <laughs> f-bombs i've dropped please send me super chat guys uh because we might get demonetized i've cursed more tonight than i have in months and it's all kate's fault i just well, am losing you money today between yeah. selection cancellations and you <laughs> dropping drop it dropping that invoice with the little big league oh my god <laughs> like come on i asked if that was volunteer or not thank you very much carrie says Sean, I sent five bucks earlier. Read my chat. Well, I mean, we, we group them in with certain things. But she says, Sasha versus Becky, 17 minutes. Queen's crown matches, 10 minutes combined. Everyone praising WWE for putting women in faith uh, or putting faith, uh, putting faith in women for the war, 10 minutes combined. She's absolutely right. The top people are booked. Well, sort of. Wait till I get to the end of this match because I was real pissed off about that too. But the top women, Becky, who is an indisputable draw, Sasha Banks, draw, Bianca Belair, draw, they're going to get the time. 
how are you going to build the next draw by doing this? Um, this match ruled. Uh, I I don't get the all. I don't get. There's so much of this I don't get. Obviously, <laughs> I, and I don't even know how to put it into words because it's because I already took all your F it's, it's just, away. <laughs> it's just never somebody beating somebody. It's just never that. No, of and not. Becky Lynch had not lost a singles match in uh, two years. Obviously, she was gone for over a year. But she hadn't lost in two years. That was a cash-in. Before that, her last pinfall loss was Asuka almost like almost three years ago. And they did it on SmackDown, which is fine. But a, to Sasha, with interference, it can never just be somebody beating somebody else. And like, do, do I think that'd be better? No, but you know what? They... They could have booked whatever they wanted. They script the show, Kate. The match was incredible, though. Sasha was on fire. Her offense was great. But that, that, it, it something didn't stick right with me. And it's because it, it's like Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, and Becky are so good. It's like you can almost never book them as good as they are. Because it's almost impossible to live up to how good they are. They're amazing. I, I, what are your thoughts on this? On all well, this as situation? Soon as, as soon as Bianca came out, I knew this. I, I knew it wasn't going to be a clean win sure. or loss anyway. But as soon as Bianca came out on commentary, I was like, confirmed. Uh, they were laying their shit in tonight. Man, <laughs> hey, this was a great match. Sasha also tweeted, by the way, it's clobber in time earlier in the day. I love it. I give give all those punk jabs that you want. This is a great match. It has a dumb finish. I don't understand. It was like you had Becky lose and nobody capitalized on the payoff because it wasn't clean. I just don't get why when you have this much star power, you can't just have wins and losses. That makes sense. Like... You say it all the time, and then I echo you all the time because sometimes great wrestlers just lose to other wrestlers, and that's fine. Like, but with all the contract signing segments and all of the stuff that we've had going into Crown Jewel, like Becky taking the loss here makes absolutely no sense to me. It was a waste of a great match. It was a waste of Becky being undefeated for three years. In my opinion, I just I don't understand. The point of being undefeated that long ideally would be that somebody gets something out of ending out of that. it. Yeah. And preferably someone, in my opinion, someone younger than Sasha, like someone maybe less established. Well, Cause that could yeah, be. Yeah. I don't know about younger. I mean, she's in her 20s. So. Yeah. So, someone less established on the roster than, I mean, yeah. another one of the four. Sure. I mean, like somebody who, who needs it more. Liv but got that. That would be incredible, you know. Well, I, I'm okay if Sasha were the one to beat her. It's just like they're they're doing it to set up. They're doing it to show you that Becky can lose, as if we didn't know that literally everybody on this show can lose. That's what they're doing. They're, oh, look! If that happens at Crown Jewel, oh, why cool, man. Yeah, just why then let it happen at Crown Jewel? Because here's what I bet will happen, Kate. Here's what I bet will happen, Kate. Mm, here's what I bet will happen. <laughs> Bianca, 
Well, here's like almost the only thing that can happen. Bianca's probably winning the title Monday. Yes. Because Charlotte's hitting the bricks. Either Sasha is going to pin Becky. Or you know, Sasha's going to pin Bianca, who just won the title. Or Becky is going to pin Sasha, who just beat her. So, like, nobody gets over in a dominant fashion. I don't yeah. know. I, I just don't it's have the confidence. Sasha. I don't have the confidence in WWE to pull this off. And these women broke their backs to have a really good match. Carrie Fly says, Bailey's helped carry women's division on Twitter. This five bucks is a shout out for her. Go, Bailey. Raphael says, Sasha Banks is the Mariana Rivera of WWE. That is a fantastic comparison. Um, she could come out to enter Sandman. That would be cool. She could. That's been done before. Carrie Fly says, Bianca should have been Becky's first loss. Probably should have been. Uh, probably should have been. Jay Shell says, if Bianca doesn't win on Monday, I will riot. Yeah, uh, she needs to. And Zach says, Becky lost? What the hell? Three-year unbeaten streak and she loses to Sasha on a random SmackDown. To quote Randy Orton, stupid, stupid, stupid. They need to develop some new top stars. You don't but, think they're setting up a double turn? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, they make everybody so unlikable. They well, find a way to make everybody. They make all. They make these people that I want to like <laughs> unlikable. Except for Becky, who continues to be intelligent. So, and she's supposed to be the person that you don't like, which is hilarious. But when you're smart, people are going to like you, especially when everybody else around you is this dumb. So, Jay Shell says, Happy birthday to the Omega. And Sasha is on SmackDown. Yeah, we we learned. Thank you, Jay Shell. Bezos says, From Unstoppable to Clash of Champions, uh, 19 to. Hell in a Cell 2019 to tonight, Lynch and Banks might have just been had the best aggressive chemistry out of all the horsewomen. Oh, they just all have such good chemistry together. And that's why I want to see a four-way main event. And I think you can do that now. With, with Bianca established, it's like you can have a horsewoman four-way main event and then do a women's title match elsewhere on another brand with Bianca. And it's like, you're not missing you're not missing no, one brand's not getting neglected. Nerd Guru says, I hate Becky being pinned this way after not losing for so long. However, I'm happy it didn't come to someone like Lacey or Naya. You know what? Yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's Too true. Sure. You Get could in. also do like a survivor series match of the four horse women or like a four on four, at least of the yeah. four horse women versus like, if you want to lean into this, the four horse women are holding back the rest of the roster. Do that. Do Bianca and live and, Tony Storm and Zelina or something against the four horsewomen. That could actually be cool. They won't. <laughs> Zach Schimmel says, well, actually, we'll go to GBs. He says, why do we act like Vince McMahon isn't petty? And the real reason we don't see people in a certain light is because he isn't excited about them. But if we said that every single show, like, my God. I mean, I'd be plugging it more than, than Fightful Select. Of course, that's why. He has the final say. Bezos says, does Jimmy not care about the language? I know he he's watching. He doesn't always watch. Sometimes he does. He's That's a big fan of... Go ahead. YouTube cares sometimes, but sometimes if it's later in the show, they don't care as much. Carrie says, I would love if Bianca was more ruthless on the mic, like a big E baby face. Nice when he needs to be, but can tell Bobby he lost his damn mind. I've always wanted Bianca to be the person who knows exactly how good she is, because she is great. Like, that's what I've always wanted to see out of her. Not the, 
I'm, I'm an underdog and gosh, I golly, I just fight for it. No, she is an unreal star and has unreal charisma and athleticism. And I just, a, a lot of how like a Rob Van Dam would present himself or how Jade Cargill presents herself. One of those where they're like, I know exactly how good I am type of thing. Yeah, that ship sailed when you have her lose in 26 seconds. And then you Fair. talk about it for four months. But I mean, we do. I mean, like, we've seen some greats lose in a few seconds. Jose Aldo lost in like eight seconds to Conor McGregor, and he ended up winning a title after that. Like, it, that does happen, but it was a it was a clean, fair fight. That's it. Yeah, well, and they didn't talk about it for the next four months. I mean, McGregor, yeah. but like, you, mm-hmm. they don't just hammer it home. There's been multiple pay-per-views since that happened. Why are we still talking about this? Bezos says that announce table meteor. That was the the, that the spot of the match for me. That was yeah. so good. Zach Barber says, I got to disagree. Charlotte should retain and swap belts with Becky after Crown Jewel. The GOAT should lose the belt straight up at Mania. No, the, the trading belts thing is the stupidest thing I have ever seen. Just rename the belts. The trading belts is the absolute lamest shit. Could you imagine Charlotte and Becky walking up to each other and handing each other their belt. Woof. I mean, they can't even coexist on the same tag team, so I don't think they're going to have a mutual respect there. I have an idea. Book better shit. (laughs) NerdGuru says, not that this is news, but put Becky and Sasha in the all-time best chemistry between partners because, wow, they couldn't have a bad bad match if they tried. I've I've still got Becky and Charlotte and then Sasha and Bailey as, like, the... The two, like to me, like on my rating scale, they both had 10 out of 10 matches with each other. Uh, the Evolution Last Woman Standing match and the Brooklyn match are the best women's matches I've ever seen in WWE or, or any American wrestling company. Zach Schimmel says Denise makes SRS mute her. Kate makes SRS swear. <laughs> Gotta love the women in Fightful. Here's money in case you're demonetized. Hey, we appreciate you. And I feel like cursing again, Denise, because you can tell they were short on time. You just called me Denise. I did. I, I, I almost call you Denise all the time because I've done it. I've like I've worked with her for two years. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. She gets the better graphic. <laughs> you almost call her. You almost call me Denise. No, no, no. Denise. I get it. I get send it. Me, send this me some super chats Denise. and I'll call Kate Denise the rest of the show. <laughs> um, young stuff all right i'm still climbing up the ranks here Oof. <laughs> oh man look at this <laughs> so um as i'm segueing into a segment about how wwe disrespected their women i just <laughs> we're all the same to you i'm the blonde too if anything i should have oh, the booking so <laughs> I feel really weird bitching about this now, but you got Adam Pierce coming out there saying, get everybody out of the ring, get everybody out of the ring, especially these three, these three women, two of them who just had a badass match. Come on, get them out of the ring. Now I know that some people will be like, it's playing into the Roman thing, but here's the thing guys. I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. Cause you can book it however you want. You can put it wherever you want. And rushing these women out in the middle of all the criticism you're getting about women not getting enough time and these two women just killing it, I thought was mad fucking disrespectful. I thought it was lame. 
Um, and then Ro- and if it was a work, I thought like, ah, lame to do that in this situation. Maybe do it somewhere else. If it was like legit, they were short on time. Well, I don't know. Maybe tell Roman to speed up the pace on the walk or something. Could save a solid minute, minute and a half there. And they ended fairly early. So what the hell are we doing here? Yeah, first of all, I think Paul Heyman, of all people, might know how to get you to end on time. He's been doing this for a little bit. So I think he might be able to speed stuff up for you. This is just the biggest load of crap in the world. Like, it's just... It's just continually. so lame. It's, it's so lame. So all women look the same, Sean. Uh, yes, Denise, they do. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> In your defense, Denise and I look very similar. You all, look, is, you all both have bangs. We both have bangs. Sometimes, sometimes. My Hispanic heritage, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Or Ace say, or have Sonya do that instead of Pierce optics-wise. That's a brilliant idea. Because then... You can have all these women side-eyeing Sonya Deville and Naomi's got another reason to be upset. Like, look, you're rushing these women off. Now, they had three women segments on this show. Four, if you count the Charlotte stuff. It's just like, I, I don't know. Cut cut the Corbin segment. Get rid of it. Oh, my um, gosh. Or the entrances felt like 70% of the show. Carrie says two bucks because Basha is supreme. Also for Danique hate. <laughs> People called his date on the post show. Oh, Paul Hensler is coming for you now. Yeah, yes. My dad's going to kick your ass. Oh, that's all right. Denise's <laughs> mom will protect me. Per usual. Carrie says, said the wrong girl's name. Damn, Blue Chew won't help me with this. Five bucks because Dog King. <laughs> the comments made me cackle with this. Well, Blue Chew ain't helping me with either Denise or Kate. So uh, I'll just squash that right there. Orlando <laughs> says, just got home from Rampage tonight. What an amazing match, Brian Suzuki. Side note, uh, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to shit on any other writers. Thank you, Orlando. But um, there you go. Uh, not 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 interested in doing that. Kit says, I've been watching for a few weeks and have really been enjoying the content. Look forward to each stream now. Thank you. We stream pretty much every day now. Uh, some Sundays we don't, but other than that, we got shows every damn day. And uh, we thank you all so much. I know we get a little saucy on here, but not as saucy as Brock Lesnar with this oh great line. It's pretty great. Brock signs this contract. Now, the the positive side to the Adam Pierce thing. If it was in character, it seems like he is at like the mercy of Roman Reigns. Like he does whatever Roman Reigns wants him to do. That sure. I would have liked that a lot more if it were after something else. But um, Roman's like, you're signing that contract without even looking at it? You dummy. He calls him like a dumb farmer, which is so funny. Uh, Roman Reigns, uh, just these little insults that wouldn't work for other people work for him. And Brock says, buddy, I read it this morning with my advocate, Paul Heyman. Oh, the crowd reaction here was so good. This was perfect. So perfect. And you can tell it's the one thing Heyman has had his fingers on. This felt so very Paul Heyman to me. Like, like, shoot, Paul Heyman definitely had a lot to do with this. And I don't know. It's just kind of funny like that we have this weird love triangle thing going on. I know. I love it. 
it's so much it. fun. And this is the most I've liked Brock in like a decade. I think Troll this is God, so great. Troll God Brock is is amazing. So and so unexpected. Like this isn't even the face I would expect him to be. So this yeah. is really fun for me. Ton Olay says there's a regular stream on Saturdays or is this a reference to SmackDown or Sour Graps? No. Uh, Grapsity every Saturday at noon Eastern. William Washington, Phil Lindsay, Righteous Reg at noon Eastern. Um, then we have Fightful Fight Nights for the big fights. We've got all kinds of stuff. Impact reviews, all that. Over on Fightful Select, we've got a, a show every day, too. I do Figure Hall on Friday, a Q&A on Thursday. I do a Backstage Report Monday. Then Tuesday and Saturday, Alex has Sour Graps. I have List Goes On on Wednesday. And then every Sunday, Steven Jensen has The Weekender, which is basically everything we don't cover on Fightful's main page, he covers. Like GCW, Impact, all that. So uh, we've got... We got a stream almost every day on Fightful's feed and Fightful Select. Uh, Kate or Denise, one of those broads, is also on yeah. uh, the Tuesday night sour graps. One of them, though. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Both of them get people to cancel Select. Uh, Carrie flies says two bucks for Paul Heyman's funeral service after Crown Jewel. I'm fascinated to find out where the hell he lands. I am too, and. It's the first time in a really long time that I've genuinely not known where something's going on WWE programming, which go. is really fun. Nerd Guru says, Edge referencing that epic burn Becky hit him with a, a few years ago. I need Becky and Seth versus Edge and Beth. They're all on Raw. Come on, please. This is the feud we deserved. Not Corbin and Lacey Evans. Although Corbin hitting the end of days on Becky was a great moment. Uh, it was a fantastic moment, but Edge and Seth or Edge and Becky against, or you know, you know the damn combinations. All these women look alike. They all look alike: red hair, brown hair, blonde hair. Well, we're at least all on dating apps, according to NXT, because you can have any hair color and be on a dating that app. That killed me. He's like, "Oh, you like hair colors, do you? Well, they got every kind on these here dating apps." I was <laughs> like. Oh. Huh? You huh? sounded like a 1920s uh, typewriter salesman. I don't know what the hell he sounds like. Amazing. I mute the TV. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my name is Car E, not Carrie. You know what? Fair. I'm Kate, not Catherine or Caitlin. So I understand Kari. how you feel. I'm also not listen, Denise. Listen. I already adore Kari because she sent us like 30 super chats over the last month. And it took this many for her to be like, hey, you fucked up my name. There you go. I'm going to start calling but you listen, Alex. listen, Denise, I'm so sorry I messed up your name. Alex, it's fine. Orlando Arrego says, not saying you guys were. I wish AEW was sold out tonight. It was a great show. Tony loves Miami because the first live show. I mean, I never said it was. I never said it was uh, sold out. So I don't know. No, know. Jeremy would never do that. Guys, thank you all so much. Uh, you all keep tuning into these shows. They got longer. I used to try to keep them under an hour, but now Kate and Alex are running the friggin' <laughs> Boston Marathon on Tuesdays. Unreal. Uh, Kari says, $2 for Sean's inevitable cancellation after this. I better get that paperwork in. That, that. That that contract paperwork. I still haven't signed it yet. 
Yeah, Raphael says they're them. really do, really doing Biggie and Drew versus Dirty Dogs on Raw. <laughs> the P-Wags? The Dirty D-Wags. Oh my gosh. Why? <sighs> Why? Kate, tell the people if where they can find If you were writing an episode of any show, would you be like, you know what we did last week? Let's do exactly that again. Let's write a rerun. I would never. Kate, tell the people where they can find you besides <laughs> at underscore Denise Salcedo on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at YouTube backslash Denise Salcedo. No. <laughs> um, you can find me whining uh, at Kate on deck. I see. You can also catch me and Sean, uh, Alex on Tuesday nights doing sour grabs, descending into madness. After the NXT, for the NXT post show, you can catch me on Wednesdays at Mark Order Podcast, where we cover all things all elites. And you can find me here every Friday with a generic not, white not guy. Next, not next Friday. For next Friday, where I will be amongst the stars on a bunch. He will be there. Well. So, uh, Kari, Car E. Correct. Says they put the title on Big E for him to do nothing. They're. They're wasting time. They're just racking up those days. And it's so annoying that they don't have something creatively satisfying for him. Also, before we end this stream, I got to say Pat McAfee calling Adam Pierce a doofus as he's getting in the ring and then going, oh, I forgot we weren't in a commercial right now. That was such a hilarious moment. And he also said something about referees getting things right and in wrestling for referees and umpires getting things wrong and every other sport all the oh, time right after I, the check swing from yesterday at the NLDS. Oh, I watched it. last night in the Thursday game. There was a male ref that tried to mansplain a catch to uh, to one of the female refs. He's like, no, lady, it wasn't a catch. And then you go to the footage and he dragged the foot. He was like, no, Denise, it wasn't a catch. Yes. Angie says, we might not all like how WWE's book. Vince has a fair share in destroying it. Although Tony Khan is cool, Vince is a legend. Not sure how this war will end, but AEW versus Friday is going to be better than the Wednesday war. It might be. I mean, they're not going head to head, so I enjoy that a lot more. I definitely enjoy that a lot more. Um, but I think it'll I, I think that AEW needs a better time slot. But if they're happy and TB or TNT is happy, hey, there we go. We all have DVR now. Guys, thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.